0: This is CarPro USA, where you always get straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive from Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro. Jerry ran his own dealerships for years and was a two-term chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council. He's also an excellent driver who does incredible test videos every week. Kevin McCarthy is his trusty sidekick. He's a Radio Hall of Famer, but not a great driver. When Kevin turns his navigation system on, the voice says... Left in 400 feet, then stop and let me out. Here they are now on CarPro USA.
1: Yes, we are. And Merry Christmas to you. We thank you for joining us here at CarPro USA. It's December, and that means it is the time to get yourself a new set of wheels if there's any possible way. If you're thinking about doing anything first quarter of 2021, I will promise you this the incentives are better today by far than they will be in January and February. So make that move. Don't be afraid. Let's get it going. Call 800-926-7777. Mr. Announcer was talking about my years in the car business and years as the chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council. So I spent 100 nights a year in Detroit. And, wow, that that was an experience, especially in the wintertime. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, I've got a whole bunch of stories that I wrote from my days in the car business, my days in Detroit. Uh, a lot of them are really funny things that happened to me. Some of them are serious. Um, as I always like to say to people, some will make you laugh and some will make you cry. But it's all me. And I took, went to great lengths to share my stories through my career. Uh, even one story is about how I got into radio and what how that all uh, shook out. They're all at our website, carprousa.com, on the Frequently Asked Question page. They're all posted at the bottom. There's 40 stories. And, again, some of them are just hysterical uh, read the one titled "The Camper," if you <laughs> if you want to have some fun. I
2: knew you were going there,
1: and and visualize what happened that day. Uh, just a funny, funny, funny story. So, my trusty sidekick Kevin McCarthy is with me now,
2: and we've already talked to uh, a lot of people today. Yes, and about the fact that you know December really, really, really is by far the best time to buy as you've said it's been that way ever since you've been in the car business when the flintstones had those square wheels on on their uh, cars and but we had one guy earlier who sounded like he had some pretty good personal reasons for waiting until after the first of the year uh, uh, but we had another guy who was your typical well jerry i've been thinking about waiting until after the first of the year to buy a new so-and-so well it was a lady actually uh, a lady but it just it 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 i know it gets you it it, it even gets me i said they're going please don't
1: yes. <laughs> buy <bye> now listen <laughs> yeah
2: i mean there, it, there's it's a story pronounced. in a recent newsletter about why december really is the best yeah. time to buy
1: yeah i just i wanted it in writing so people would read it and go wow that makes really good sense. Yeah, it's more pronounced this year because of COVID and the auto industry trying their best to make up ground that they lost earlier in the year, uh, especially back in March and April when so many of the dealerships were shut down, and so many of the the assembly lines were shut down. The, you know, they had been on the, the auto industry had been on a roll of selling 17 million vehicles a year for 10 years in a row. We're not going to make that this year because of COVID. But they want to get as close as they can. And so they did what they always do. They stacked up the incentive money and poured it all out here for December because everybody, it's such a big month in the auto industry with December to remember and Toyotathon and Happy Honda Days and all the list goes on. If you want to see all those slogans, by the way, click our Facebook page. You can find the link at the top of the CarPro USA website and play with it. Somebody's gonna win five hundred dollars. I'm gonna pull of a your winner. Your money. My money. I'm gonna pull a winner on the nineteenth of December after midnight. So it'll probably be the twentieth. But play. All you got no obligation. Can't you can't lose nothing, but you might win five hundred dollars. And I'll get it to you in time for Christmas too. How about Mike in San Antonio, Texas? Mike, welcome.
3: Hey, thanks so much. Love to listen. you guys. Been listening since uh, about 2011. Well, thank you, buddy. Hey, so, hey, so, just a quick question or quick uh, comment. I was in uh, in some special units in the army, and I, I'd suggest you drive one of those Land Rover Defenders. Yeah. Machine gun mounts. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think that might change your mind about how much you like that Defender. It's yeah.
1: Uh, you know, and and I did before I wrote the review. I studied the the old defenders, the ones that came out in the '40s, and I learned a lot. I didn't. That, that was. I had no idea what those things were all about originally, and and I, you know, I kind of didn't see the hype. But now I do. I got. I feel like I got a pretty good understanding. This one was, and I said it in the review. It was minimalist to a lot of degrees from. The typical Range Rover of today, which is a high-line luxury vehicle. This was, this one was pretty cool, though, i got to tell you. Well, what can I do for you in case we uh, run short on time here?
3: Hey, so I uh, was in a car accident um, driving a uh, Buick Enclave 2016, um, turning left, side impact at about 60 miles an hour from an oncoming car that didn't slow down. Um so my kids were in the passenger side back seat and uh and passenger side. Um airbags performed flawlessly. Um no injuries. Walked away with zero injuries. Fantastic. Um, I wasn't driving, somebody else was driving. Yeah. Wow. So it looks like we're going to need a new car. So um, cuz it looks like it's going to get totaled. So when I go and I start searching and I look at the government safety ratings, there's gigantic gaps in their ratings um of all the available products. Yep and when i do other searches i just don't know what to trust because i know everybody's got an agenda and it's really tough to make a decision um at least to know who to trust trust you because i've been listening to you since 2011. so i got a rental van a pacifica and i'm actually i've heard you talk nice about it and and i'm actually kind of impressed by it so it's it's a consideration so here's my requirements okay and I, i took notes so i could be quick sorry about that so um so here's requirements it's got to be two kids plus their friends friendly um
1: so we need so I've a third row seat.
3: yeah so i've got some injuries I, I have old fractures at c3 through c6 mm-hmm.
1: um
3: and so had i been driving i probably would have been injured um so we do a mix of city driving plus some long distance we drive from here to florida from san antonio so we do some highway and we do some city and my wife lives overseas. Um, she's working over there. She's returning in January. So, ideally, I'd like to d- tune this into uh, a two-vehicle purchase. And um, and I'm not so sure about new versus used. And, and I guess my last com- comment is, if Tonka made SUVs, you know,
1: I'm <laughs> All right. Tell you what yeah, I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to put you on hold, and we're going to take a quick break. And as soon as we get back, I'll come right back to you, okay?
0: Thanks, sir. Four choices. Gasoline, diesel, hybrid, or electric. Find out which one is right for how you drive. Call CarPro USA.
2: 1-800-926-7777. Thanks for joining us on CarPro USA. We hope you and your family have a very safe and very happy holiday season. I know a lot of us are having to cut back on activities that we would normally do in a quote normal year. Well, obviously this is not a normal year, but we hope not
1: that, one thing about it,
2: not nothing about it, no. ex- except Do we have three hundred sixty-five days, or is it a leap year? <laughs> the <a> leap year. <laughs> you know, nothing's normal. All,
1: so. all presidential election years are leap years. I didn't know that until you said that about three months ago. Well, oh, you certainly didn't retain
2: it. No. No. Well, it's, it leaped right out of my brain.
1: I'll need to go back to Mike. I promise.
2: Oh, that's right. We have business to do with we Mike.
1: Mike in San Antonio, thank you for holding through there, my friend. And let's talk a little more about your situation. If you just joined us, Mike's uh, vehicle. A Buick was in a very serious accident. He got broadsided at 60 miles an hour, and he and his family walked away. And that, that is an amazing story in itself. Now, with that said, Mike, honestly, today, every vehicle on the road is the safest it's ever been. And and I've, I, I always say to people, tell me what kind of wreck you're going to have, and I'll pick a car for you. But unfortunately, we don't have that. We don't have that options you know and and i think the ones that scare me the worst are the broadsides uh you know if you if you're in a frontal collision you've got a lot of metal in front of you an engine to go through before it gets to the cabin if if from the rear you know odds are you know it's going to absorb a lot of it but boy when you get broadsided that car is right in in your car with you and especially at 60 miles an hour. So, with all that said, I would I would tell you that as far as side safety ratings, because I had to look this up while we were on hold. Uh, the Hyundai Palisade and the Kia uh, Telluride both rate very high. The Ford Explorer rates very high. The Subaru Ascent rates very high. And all, all those are very enjoyable SUVs to drive, and they've got roomy third-row seats. So when you got the, the kids' friends in the back and you stuff them all the way to the third row, um, then you've got room back there. The, the other one that I, I looked up, and it wasn't quite as good but still quite good, was the Mazda CX-9. And from a driving standpoint, the CX-9 is probably as enjoyable uh, an SUV as you're going to find out there. Interesting. Okay. So you were starting to tell me you might be doing a new one and a used one at the same time?
3: Well, I don't know. I'm open to all suggestions. So my wife is going to be buying a car when she gets back. She needs one. And so safety obviously is, you know, paramount concern. Sure. And, and, you know, I'm going to have to have another car too, so. You know, it, it seems like a, a smart thing to say, hey, I'm going to buy two cars from whatever dealership we go to. It's just got to be the right combination. And, yeah. You know, most likely we'll get a better deal.
1: And and when you, when you decide on what you want to replace the totaled out vehicle with, then th- let that dealer work on finding you the right used car in the price range with good safety ratings, uh, et cetera. There's no question you can save money. Buying two cars at one time—it's been that way forever. Uh, we used—I used to love that uh, when a two-car deal was in my dealerships, and I was there. Somebody called me, said, "Hey, we got a two-car deal here. I'm coming out of my office. I'm gonna go out there and shake somebody's hand." And and, and those—you just don't want to miss any business like that. If you can sell two at once, it just the, the economies of scale for a dealer just are big. So let's try to make that happen. All my dealers at my website, Mike are very accommodating and they'll do whatever they need to do. Um, but I, I would, I would kind of focus in on that. The other thing I want you to do is go to my FAQ page. I don't know if you've ever been there or not, but
3: yes.
1: at the menus at the top, right, click that and it'll take you to a sort of a table of contents page and look at the article that I wrote about dealing with an insurance adjuster. Mm. I want to make sure that you get a fair settlement on that Buick. And I show you exactly how to do it. And, and once you, if you do it right and you follow my instructions, they can't tell, you no. and, 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 their first offer is almost always going to be a lowball. And some people just think, oh, I got to take it. That's what the insurance is going to pay. I got to do that. So with all that, everything I think you need is there at the website. You're welcome to call me back next week if you, if you like. And thank you for telling me your story. And most of all, thanks for listening and thanks for your service. Uh, I, I heard you say you had some injuries when when you got back. And God bless you for that. Merry Christmas to you and your family.
0: This is where you get a peek behind the curtain to see how a dealership really works. Call CarPro USA now at
1: 1-800-926-7777. Mike in San Diego. Welcome. How can I help you, Mike? Mike.
4: I've got a 2010 Subaru Outback that I've had for a long time, but unfortunately it had the transmission replaced. I had about 90,000 miles. It's got the CVT. Right. And I'm looking to buy another Subaru because now with the second transmission, it's got 240 on it. So I've serviced that transmission, which they say you're not supposed to do, but uh, having serviced it, it seems to work better. Mm-hmm. So on the new ones, are are the new CVTs ready for prime time? Because I can use cars forever.
1: You know, I kind of think they are. I, I I haven't heard of any issues with them, and I'll I'll be honest. The very first CVT transmission I ever heard of or drove was a 1985 Subaru, and they they've sort of they they they've sort of brought CVT into the limelight. And they've perfected it, and they've got it better. I think that first failure you had at 90,000 miles was a fluke because you just never hear that. And I talk to a lot of Subaru owners because I recommend the cars so much. And and I'm not going to recommend a car that's likely going to give a problem. I, I think you're fine with a Subaru. I do. I, 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 I've seen them so many times go three, four, five hundred thousand five hundred thousand miles without any issues at all. And either, you know, we had a problem, and yours may have had this a few years back, uh, I'd say prior to 2015, was oil usage, oil consumption. And that was an issue. Then they finally solved that. But other than that, they've been, they've been bulletproof.
4: Yeah, mine mine didn't have the head gasket issue you're talking about, but it did have the transmission issue. And that's why they extended the warranty through 100,000 miles. So fortunately, I got oh, it. Oh, uh,
1: yeah, I do remember that now. I do remember that, and no. i have forgotten they did that. I sure haven't heard anything in the last five years.
4: The service riders at the dealerships just don't know about servicing these transmissions. I've only had one service rider who really knows what he was talking about, and he said, yeah, we we understand that you do have to service these CBT transmissions at about 60,000 miles and change the fluids.
1: Well, now that's good information for me. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. I had not heard that before, but uh, it makes sense. I, I, I'm a big, I'm a, I'm not a flush guy. I don't like flushes, but I do like transmission fluid changes.
0: Nothing is worse than buying a car. You love the looks of, but it kills your back to drive it. That's right, that's right. Let Jerry Reynolds help you at car pro USA. 1-800-926-7777.
1: This hour of CarPro USA is brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Your professional parts people, go to O'ReillyAuto.com. In their search box, be sure and put in 121G. 121G at the O'ReillyAuto.com website and see what you get.
0: Yo, you might Jerry, be
1: I'm not finished yet. Sorry. And this hour is also brought to you by Indeed.com. Are you hiring? You need Indeed. Learn more at Indeed.com slash credit. Okay.
2: So, among my friends, one of the most contentious, well, not contentious, but um, seriously debated topics when uh, they all think, I know the real truth. No, 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 no. I know the real truth is, quote, invoice pricing. The dealer invoice. People, oh, that's not... That's not worth anything. That's not worth any close to what the dealer actually paid for the car. Oh, I don't know. You buy a car at invoice, you're getting a pretty good deal. No, you're not. Yes, you are. At our website, carprousa.com, under FAQ, Jerry has an answer. Under the question, understanding the dealer invoice. Yeah. If you want to have Jerry the car pro to back your argument, when you get into one of those, especially now as we uh, hit the uh, the remaining days of the end of the year, you know you don't really know yourself what the invoice really is all about. Check it out. Education is power.
1: Yeah, it is, and it always all the years I was in the business, it always sort of blew my mind of why do you have access? Why why do you think you have the right to know what? a independent business pays for the product that they sell.
2: You know, I just bought a new dishwasher last week and I have no idea what the company I bought it from paid for the dishwasher.
1: No. And what difference does it make at the end of the day? All you're interested in is what's the lowest price you can get. Well, that's got nothing to do with what the dealer paid. You're looking for the best price. And, and so it's, it's always kind of bugged me, you know, because this is the car business is the only business that you can find that information out. Now it's not always reliable what you look up online. There's a lot of websites out there that say they know, but they don't. It's, a, it's a moving target. They change all the time. But, you know, it, it, when a dealer gets an opportunity to get a, a car that will command. MSRP, nobody wants to pay that. Whether it be the Telluride, the Palisade, a new Corvette, you know, nobody wants to pay MSRP, but at the same time, they want to know what the dealer paid. Well, if MSRP is the best deal out there, and like with Corvette earlier in the year, bringing ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 over MSRP at dealer auctions, then... If you can get one at MSRP, and some of our dealers just absolutely don't sell over MSRP, no matter what. Classic Chevrolet in Dallas, in in Houston, Sugarland, they've never sold a car over sticker in their life, even though they know they could take that car to the auction and make twenty grand on it over sticker. Principle, yeah, yeah. They they want to be able to say we've never charged over sticker for a car. Oh, it's it's it can be a frustrating business at times rich in Cleveland ohio hello rich
5: hey how you doing Jerry uh before I forget uh Merry Christmas and same
1: Happy to evening. you buddy
5: all right uh my question i have two part question uh one is now I keep hearing about this advertising uh dealer uh dealers are selling at uh uh at car co- not cost but uh Employee
1: cost. Yeah, employee price. is that a
5: real good deal?
1: It is a very, very good deal. It goes along with what we were just talking about. When when you've got a vehicle, the dealer gets, there's an invoice price, and included in that invoice price is a term called holdback. Not every manufacturer uh, charges holdback to the dealer most do, however, and it's a reserve, so they get three percent of the MSRP of the car that's that's not included in the invoice price. So that that's a built-in profit for them. It goes back to the 1940s when uh, a lot of the dealers that were out there that owned car dealerships also were farmers. Believe it or not, and so they only yeah. sold their they only sold their crops once a year. And so they'd get the holdback check from the factory, General Motors or Ford or whoever it was at the time. They'd get that once a year and they could, they could choose when to take it. This is a little history lesson for you. And that was how holdback started. So today it's still there. It's 3%. Most dealers opt to take it monthly and that money is there to help them offset their expenses, such as loaner cars, and personnel, and rent, and utilities, and that sort of thing. Dealers use it for different things. But at employee pricing, you are at the invoice cost minus the holdback, and there's a few other little things deducted from that, too. So the answer is you're buying it under true net cost to any dealer in the country. And so... Yes, it is a very good deal. Um, deal. I wish I could. You know, there's times a year, and it's another incentive. It's just a different way to get people to buy versus big rebates or zero percent for seventy-two months or whatever. That's just a different kind of incentive, but it's real, and you're not going to pay. You're not going to pay a penny profit, and you'll get you'll get to see the actual factory invoice, and and so for all those reasons. It makes the deals really simple, and it makes them easy and fast, and you know you're getting a great deal.
5: Now, how long are they going to have that uh, through the end of the year? Yeah,
1: January 4th will be the end of it. Um, They pull out employee pricing when they really need to sell cars, and that's where we are right now. It's December. They want to sell as many as they can in 2020. Get past 2020 and all the problems with COVID, so they're pulling they're pulling out all the stops, and and that is one of the stops, employee pricing.
5: Now, what dealer do you recommend in the Cleveland area?
1: What, what are you looking? What brand are you looking at? Uh,
5: now, oh, that's on all brands.
1: No, no, but Chevrolet, Chevrolet's doing General it. General Motors has
5: been advertising it. GM uh, and
1: recently. Fiat Chrysler as well. Yeah, Chrysler's doing it. Right. So on Ram, Dodge, uh, Chrysler, and Jeep, they're doing it as well. Okay. So they're competing with each okay. other on that. But if you once you decide, I'm
5: a Ford man basically. But I'm just trying to get an overview of yeah, just I'm, in the market here now.
1: I've got a couple of really good Chevy dealers there. Um, also, Claibin, uh, uh, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. If you decide you want to look at uh, FCA, I, I've heard.
5: Talk about him, yeah, really good guy,
1: really good guy. Old old friend of mine from my days at with the Ford Motor Company. Uh, Got two great Chevy dealers there if you want to look at those. Uh, But but the answer to your question is yes, it's a real deal. Yes, it will save you money, and most of all, it makes for a good, easy, pleasant experience. Always let me know when I can help you. And Rich, have a great, great Christmas and a very happy New Year.
0: There are people who get so-called great deals, and then there are CarPro USA listeners who get smart deals. Give us a call.
1: 1-800-926-7777. Robert, Beverly Hills, California, you're up next. Robert, what can I do for you?
3: Yes, I uh, have a... uh it's uh, a, a Range Rover 2008, and it has 110,000 miles on it, and it's ge- giving me transmission problems, and I do want to kind of, like, get rid of it and get a new one. But I need to get a kind of a luxury SUT or, you know, something like that. Because of my work, I do sometimes, you know, I, I need to have, a, like, a hybrid, you know, like going to uh, doing work and also, uh, also, you know, have a nice car. In, you know the neighborhood i live in it's not sure you know, sure, yeah, sure sure over
1: and what did, did you have the big range rover
3: uh the the no this is the
5: sport um uh what do you call it the sport
1: uh, yeah range sport. rover sport it, it's pretty good <laughs> <Yeah>. size um <laughs> yeah. so you know do you have to have a third row seat the third row, no. Okay.
3: You know, I do want to open. Is it possible to have some kind of? You, you remember the the Cadillac SUVs? Y- yes, you, I, that do. Yeah, like that just, I do. i making it 2013.
1: Yeah, there's just I do want. I love those too, but there's just nothing out there like that. I mean, the the Honda Ridgeline is about as close as you're going to get to that, but still, it's very different than the uh, the sport utility truck that Cadillac built at the time. If you cool. stick with If you stick with SUVs, I'd go with a Lexus RX 350, probably one of the best SUVs ever built. If not the best SUV ever built, Uh, they're they're just fantastic. I mean, they're hard to wear out, and they're not overly expensive. If you want to get some really good gas mileage and something in about that size, look at a BMW diesel. Uh, Great engine, great gas mileage, lots of power and torque, and a very enjoyable SUV. To drive, I mean, they really drive well. So look at those two, Robert. Look at those two and see what you think, and then holler back if I can help you. Again, we are just running short on time here, as we always do in the last segment. Roger in Lakewood, California. Roger, welcome.
5: Hello. Uh, yeah,
4: I uh, I was looking between a Rav Four Prime and a Lexus Four Fifty H. Yeah. And uh, 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 well, anyway, the the prime they want uh, ten. Well, one I, one thing said they wanted ten thousand over MSRP. Although I found a dealer and they said they uh, they would only take five, and one other dealer said they take twenty.
1: Yeah, they're they're very short in supply and much in demand, and that's okay. Uh, no, the 450H uh, is you're not going to run into anything like that.
4: What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Okay. On the, on the Lexus. Uh, the t- okay. The Toyota dealers, I noticed on your deal, has Santa Monica and it has Pasadena. Uh-huh. Now, the, and, but they have ratings on them on there. It said, like, Pasadena was 40 and Santa Monica was, like, 25 or something like that. I'm not sure exactly.
1: Yeah, that's how many Lexus. people filled out the survey that we send them after they send oh. us an inquiry. We, we, we double-checked to make sure everything's okay. And so that's how oh, okay. many people that's how many people responded. So, Uh-oh. you know, you're talking about a lot of difference in size here. Um, what you might consider doing is getting a new or certified uh, RX 450H, which you would absolutely love. Everybody does. And then in a few years, if you don't need that much room, then the RAV4 Prime will have cooled down by then, They'll have up production by then, and you could you could get one. You might look well, at leasing I the, on that Lexus. I
4: would, I would probably keep a Lexus forever if I got it.
1: Yeah, well, most people do, but I will tell you this. When somebody gets an RX 350, the next vehicle they're going to get is going to be an RX 350, or in your case, 450, either one. Bottom line is people love them. Once they have one and they get used to them and how reliable and quiet they are, they continue to buy them again and again and again. It's kind of a phenomenon I've talked about here for a lot of years. Merry Christmas to you,
0: sir. Electric cars sound like a good idea, but the question is whether one is the right choice for you. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777.
2: car pro usa kevin mccarthy jerry reynolds and i just got an email a little while ago from someone a little bit late to the party that said tax code 170 what what is this right off a, a whole suv or a pickup truck on this year's taxes yeah. huh what are you guys talking about <laughs>
1: Where you been? <laughs> yeah. That was, I will say this, though. I, I'm always proud of the things that we talk about here that nobody else talks about on the air. I've never heard another word about 179.
2: Or diminished value. Or
1: diminished value, or how to deal with an insurance adjuster, all those things. Um, and it's the people who know these things are the people who are newsletter subscribers. And they go through there and not rush through, you know, not delete it as soon as it comes in because if you delete it if you delete 6 of our newsletters in a row we we remove you and we know if you opened or not so don't think you can lie you yeah. can't especially the, at christmas time. The software Shit on
2: you. software never lies no
1: no it does not but we'd love to have you in the family the things we talk about on the show are also things in the newsletter that people find interesting and i make i i i've learned we did our first newsletter in 08. It was in August of 2008. It was a one-page Word document. Looked like a kindergartner had made it. Yeah, and and through the years, I've learned what people like the most. Uh, you guys, for whatever reason, you you love lists. You love lists of the top-selling vehicles and categories, and the top-selling, you know, by brand and we'll have all that for you in early January. And your reviews. Yeah, my reviews are generally t- traditionally do pretty well
2: because
1: mm-hmm. um, I shoot video with those also. Um, and I'll do, I'll do uh, one more video this year, but I'll probably do another three reviews. So subscribe today from the front page of CarPro USA and play
0: along. There are lots of little secrets about buying or leasing a vehicle, and Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro, knows them all. Call him now at 1-800-926-7777.